being intentional about coming together and co-creating solutions to some of the things that um, are weaknesses or things that we miss or don't go as smoothly as we hope they could. Yeah. This, this is, is the, the Connecting, Connecting Couples, Couples podcast with The Real Emhoffs. I'm Angela Emhoff. And I'm Chad Emhoff, and we're in our series on marriage maintenance. And we're going to talk a little bit about what are the things that we do consistently to take care of our relationship, really the most important thing that we have. And, and so today, as we're going through that, we're going to really talk about what is it that we do every year? This is kind of like a, a broad picture, a big a big picture of what we do to maintain and to make sure that we have a healthy relationship. What are the things that we can do to continue to every year kind of have a rhythm uh, for our family on a larger scale? So we were thinking about how to break down each episode and we decided to do it yearly and then quarterly and monthly and then we'll do a weekly and a daily and then we're going to have fundamental things that are good for relationships. And so this episode is basically our annual things or the yearly things that come up that we need to assess, are they good for our relationship or bad for our relationship or hard on our relationship? And so right off the bat, as I'm thinking through, I know we did a series on holidays and uh, being able to go see our families of origin or what we do that are our traditions each holiday. But I got to tell you, from the beginning of the year, Chad and I, as soon as the holiday is done, um, we're having conversations about what are the holidays going to look like? How are we going to break down this year? who we go and visit. We have to have a conversation around kind of the distribution of time for his family and my family. We don't have the good fortune of living all together in the yep. same town with all of our family. So we don't do like weekend barbecues with my family or you know his family of origin. We have to plan to travel and go see them. And there's always this um, kind of a little bit of tension that we have to work through on do do we spend the same amount of time with my family as your family? Yeah. How do we then communicate to our families? Are we going to come to your house for Christmas, your house for Thanksgiving? And so this is a conversation or a um, interaction that we have every year, and we have to work together to try to make it work. And so that's one for me that I thought immediately as we were putting this together. Um, this is one that comes up. There was another one that came up that that we have talked about on a regular basis, and that's taxes. I know that sounds like a really weird thing, and so this whole series is going to be a little bit more logistic and fundamental than than some of our other ones. But the reality is, every year, one of taxes, one yeah. of you, or you send them off to do taxes, but somebody has to put all the stuff together. And this is a conversation Chad and I had because I'm the one who usually puts all the pieces together or collects the receipts or stays organized. And there would be times when I'd be missing a receipt or he would have gotten a receipt online. And so probably in year five, maybe year six, I kind of pushed back in a very pursuer way. A negative cycle showed up and I was frustrated with him that I didn't get the receipts. What we want to try to avoid is those negative cycles. We want to be proactive to say, hey, every yeah. year these are things that we do. And I noticed around March and April, when I have to turn all our stuff in, I tend to start getting mad at you. And I don't want to get mad at you. Can you help me? And sure enough, he did. He started turning receipts in more. At the end of each month, we started having the conversation so that come spring, we were prepared for it. And that's the direction kind of we're going to take this specific episode, which is what are the things in your marriage that you know are going to come up every single year? And how can you guys have proactive conversations about those things so that you can set yourself up for success. 
Yeah, and really well, that's what we're saying is like how do we set ourselves up to win? How do we set ourselves up to be in a good place at the end of the year and and have a routine or ritual around these things that, that really are important? You know, and, and, and since the beginning of time, the people have been talking about rituals and routine. And, you know, I think, uh, you know, Angela and I, we, we're Christian. We go to a Christian church, and there's every year there's kind of these things that we celebrate, these holidays and other things. And so as, I, as we were talking about this, I kept thinking, this feels a lot like our New Year episode a little bit because I'm like, this has this feel of like, okay, what are, we're looking at the New Year. What are the things we want to change? What are the things we want to, you know, do I want to start a diet or something? That's not really what we're talking about. What we're, we're really saying is like, sitting down with a calendar, being intentional and saying, what are the things I want to make sure I get to do with my spouse this year? What are the things that I want to make sure that I, that, that I can, I can enjoy with her or and on the opposite side of that is, and, and Angela just mentioned this a minute the ago. The two examples like, I gave. <laughs> <laughs> well, what about like, if we know there's an anniversary of a death, mm. what if we know there's an anniversary of, of something really hard in our life? And so Angela's like, does that fit with being proactive or positive? And I'm like, yeah, I mean, I think it does because, you know, if we know there's, a, I want to, I want to say a weakness. If we know that there's a spot that's coming, yeah. that's going to be hard. We, a good offense will exploit that. We'll say, how do I show up for it? How do I take care of it? How do I let you know that in that moment where you've always experienced pain, I want to be there with you, yeah. right? There's a Which couple... is a positive. It is, a, it is the right yeah. side of it anyway. There's a couple, a few examples that we can give. There's a couple I know, and one of the partners had addiction for a lot of years and went to a program, got some sobriety, and has had sobriety for several years. And so there was a conversation we were having about how important it is for them to celebrate that sobriety date. Yeah. That they have a fun event around how long their relationship has been different than it used to be. And so that is what we're saying. It, this isn't an equation where it's like, this is what Drad and Angela do. Do this. This is what is important for your relationship. Something that Chad just mentioned, the death of a loved one. I know quite a few couples who, whether it was a child or a parent or something that was a major loss in their relationship that they went through together and every year it is important, it's a, it's a value or a virtue in their relationship that they take time to remember what that was. And that, that might be an understood thing. At the same time, there might be opportunities where you can have the conversation and go, hey, does that day where we honor that person that we lost, it, does it go, how could it go better for you? Or what is it that I need on that day for it to go well? Those are the kind of conversations we are hoping to prompt from this. And I, I want to break down just for a second, maybe some pursue withdraw tendencies around the idea of having a conversation that is so kind of, if I'm backing up a wide view, because it, it tends to, in a relationship, we tend to kind of get into daily patterns, weekly patterns, how, how is this week going to go? And the idea of sitting down and having an intentional conversation with a year out calendar in front of us kind of feels overwhelming. Like I think, man, I don't want this just to be a conversation where I, the pursuer, uh, point out all the things that are wrong. I, you know, being intentional about, I want to say that positive cycle that we talked about in the last episode, being intentional about coming together and co-creating solutions to some of the things that um, are weaknesses or things that we miss or don't go as smoothly as we hope they could. Yeah. 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 No, I, I love that idea. And I, I, in my mind, I'm going, 
this this really applies to places where people have been hurt. You know, if the, if you know, uh, I've got a, a thought of a story that I I knew a couple where, and this is why this is important, right? Because there there was a death of a loved one, and and he had always gone on a hunting trip, and he goes on this hunting trip, and the the wife goes to the funeral, and and he didn't go to the funeral. She said, "I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine. I don't need you in this. I, I'll be fine with this." But she really was kind of not fine, right? As we we don't know how grief is going to hit us. So we go, she goes to the funeral. She kind of comes back, and then the next year he's got this annual trip with the same group of guys, and so he goes away for three or four years in a row. And every year it hurts, right? Every year it causes it's the, the anniversary for the of, the, of the loss she had, and she kept saying it's fine, and it never was fine, and. Honestly, I think in a lot of ways, that's one of the things that really contributed to their relationship kind of falling apart was they just could not have, they didn't know to show up for each other in these moments. And so we're really saying this could be, this could apply to hundreds or thousands maybe of, of, of hurts or, or opportunities or good things. Right. But we want to celebrate the good. We also want to show up for the bad. And we're saying, are there places in our calendar year, in our, in our, if we look at the big picture right? Are there places that need maintenance, that need attention on a regular basis? And so we want to encourage you to think about that, to kind of look at some of those times. I want to use that example for just a second, because if I think about how that goes negatively, the negative cycle would look like maybe it's the withdrawer who has held back the pain for several years in a row when the partner goes away and then finally goes... I've been mad for five years or well, whatever. That's, that's how that went with that partner. That was, that was, it was exactly a withdrawing, it was a withdrawing wife who shut down, said yeah. no, and, and really wants to say, because withdrawers want to be fine. We think, oh, I'm fine. I'm okay. I'm fine. I'm okay. I'm fine. I'm okay. But then you're not. Right. And so it's like, how do we really kind of go? Uh, that's that's really not OK. And then right? the flip side, the pursuing partner, which which I have a couple that's very similar to that. He goes on a trip that's an annual trip for his work, actually. And yeah. so that puts, puts a little more pressure on it. And it's around the same time of an important event in her life. And so they had to have this conversation. And what came up for her was originally critical and, and blamey, like, you don't care about me. This is important to me. You always put your work first. That didn't go well. And we had to navigate that space. And so the hard part is, um, in this scenario, there was this original, when we kind of got down into it, this original idea of, I want him to know this hurts. But when we finally got down to it, she said, but I also understand he has a thing that's important. And so that's yeah. the challenge with bringing up weakness and insecurity in your relationship, which we're asking you to do is to sit down and go, hey, what doesn't go well? And then how do you bring that up? Uh, Chad, I've been meaning to talk to you. Every year we do this and every year it sucks. You know, like how <laughs> how Chad is a yeah. great way to kind of go, hey, since Angela and Chad are queuing up this connect point or this conversation or however that goes, how would a couple not turn this into a negative cycle if they're trying to basically bring up an insecurity or weakness or we're saying for them to bring up something that's painful that basically you're causing or I'm causing that I can see that really quickly going into a negative cycle or even being a conversation I don't want to have yet it's important to have the conversation so how would they do that I mean I think Angela if if a couple's in a good place, if they're in, if they're not like one of these highly distressed couples that we sometimes think about, if you're going to bring something up, I would say just try to talk about your own experience, right? I if if I'm going to give an example of that, if it's like I lost a, a grandparent and they were close to me, I'm like I'm like you know what? Every year when that time rolls around, I'm starting to realize that like I really do need more support. 
I'm, I get insecure. I get confused. I get sad. I, I just, I'm not motivated. You know, I just want to sit and, you know, eat food and watch TV or whatever the thing yeah. is that, that they end up doing. So I would say it's about really being, being soft, right? That instead of like, Hey, you always leave, you go on this trip. Like that would be a bad way to do it. <laughs> it, w- it would be more like, Hey, Sounds I, very familiar. I, well, I, I'm, I'm, I'm lonely. I'm sad. And it makes me sad every year. And is there something, I don't, I don't do. know how to, I don't know how to address it. Right. Like I would say, I don't even know if, cause if, if you're saying I don't want to sound critical or blamey, then I think it's like, it's a tricky question because yeah. it's like, I am asking for a need. So I, Hey, I've got this need. I've never really expressed. I would need some help with this. I think I need some help with this. Is that something you would want to do? Would be a great way to do it. Um, but but I, I don't think it's easy to to let that happen, right? Like I think sometimes it is hard. This is a risk and yeah. it is vulnerable. And, and what we're asking you to do is kind of an advanced move for couples that are already vulnerable. I mean, if we can't, and that's the that's the real trick about what we're asking you to do. We're saying be proactive in this and see if you can identify the spots. And so in some ways this is simple, but in other ways it, it can really kick up a lot yeah. of insecurity and fear and all the rest of it. And so- And so the connect point yeah. here is twofold. There There is this kind of I don't want to even call it negative because it's important to have it. But there is this connect point that kind of is every year there's a looming date that comes that I know is probably going to cause us pain in our relationship. And I want to either criticize it or avoid it. Those are the two tendencies there. And so I want to bring up this pain, like Chad just said, to be able to say, hey, for the last few years around this date, I get hurt or this is painful for me, or I can feel my body starting to have anxiety or concern about it. And I want to try to approach it differently this year. Can we have a conversation about it? So that would be the connect point. If there's something specific that comes to your mind, that's like, yeah, I want this date to go differently. That might be the conversation you have. But then Chad earlier mentioned, and what we're going to do too, is uh, just kind of briefly say, what about the positive fun every year? For example, anniversary, wedding anniversaries or birthdays. Um, in our family rules segment of holidays, we talked briefly about how Chad and I have different views on birthdays. In his family of origin, birthdays are a huge thing. They love going to expensive dinner, having a lot of gifts, making a big deal out of it. I tend to not enjoy that as much. And so as we came together, we kind of had to have a conversation about what he wants, needs, expects, hopes for on his birthday, but what I want, need, expect, hope for on my birthday. Um, Because the thing he was doing for me wasn't something I appreciated. And then I wasn't doing enough for him because it was a different expectation that he came from his family of origin and and his family actually would put pressure on me too. Like, aren't you going to have a bigger deal? So that is a yearly thing. Maybe get him a present or something. Yeah, true. So that's a yearly Uh. thing that, that we need to have a conversation about. What do you want this to look like? birthday. I want to say one more thing. You know, I want to encourage you uh, uh, plan a trip, plan time away. You guys take a minute and get, 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 Get time for just the two of you, even if it's just a few days. I don't care if it's – I mean, I don't really love camping. But, like, there are, <laughs> there are, there are um, affordable ways to go do things together that aren't going to cost an arm and a leg, and you can take a breath, and the two of you reconnect, right? I can't tell you how many times I talk to couples, and they say, you know, when it's just the two of us, we're, we do pretty good, right? We enjoy each other, but it's it's this the daily stress of life, and it feels like – it feels like sometimes, and this is kind of a theme of this uh, whole series, but it feels like sometimes we get all of our priorities out of whack. We get 
all the stuff that we're trying to do, all the things we're trying to produce, all the, all just the busyness of life and money and kids. Not to say that any of those things aren't important. I think they are when they are. But 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 I want to say that if we have this relational component in, in place, if we make a plan to take some trip or take some time, even if the trip means going to somebody else's farm and camping or so. I mean, there, there's lots of ways to do yeah. things on, on a really tight budget, but, but I want to say, take the time to do that. If you don't make a plan for it, it probably, if you're like me, it won't happen. And all of a sudden it's been a couple years and Angela and I haven't been to Key West, which we love to do. And I'm like, <laughs> Angela, we got to go to Key West. We but, love Key West. But with a toddler and a baby, it's been hard. So we're like, how, how do we kind of incorporate these things? We used to be able to be a little more spontaneous, but it, we've kind of cut some things out because of having a child. And so now how do we how do we rebuild in or build back in the things that we really want to do? And right? we had to have a conversation about that. This year, yeah. we actually had a conversation that says, look, we have not done this for quite a few years because we've had Avery, and now we need to figure out a way because this is good for our relationship. So I want to say too, in the upcoming episodes of this series, we're going to talk about, you know, weekly maintenance, daily maintenance, making sure we're in a good place. Because I have heard couples that go on that yearly vacation. And when they finally get to vacation, it's the first time they've had to actually talk in, you know, really talk or really connect in weeks or months. And maybe there's been like resentment built up or something. And then people fight on vacation and don't enjoy vacation. So we're even saying around the vacation, there might need to be a conversation that goes, look, we need vacation, but we also maybe need to kind of safeguard our vacation to make sure that when we go, we're going to have a good time. We're not going to do therapy on our spouse or going to hash some things out. That might mean, like what we're saying, a little bit of preventative maintenance where you go, have the hard conversations the week or weeks prior to the vacation so that you can go and have a good time. Yeah. And I want to say one more thing, just that, you know, a vacation, when I'm talking about this, I mean, intentional time for the two of you. I'm not saying it, we're not talking about Christmas with the in-laws or family. We're not talking about, you know, going to a work event where you're gone half the day. I really mean like taking a few days or a day or at least a couple days to spend time, just the two of you and, and really engage with each other. I know that might be a stretch, especially if you've got young kids or or life's in a really weird season for other reasons. But but I just want to encourage you, not only do we plan for the bad, I want you to plan for the good. I want you to plan for a time to be together. It's almost like when we plan our wedding, we know we're going on a honeymoon. What, what would it look like to kind of build in, I want to call it a honeymoon every year, a yeah. trip where the two of you go where you know you're going to enjoy each other emotionally, spiritually, relationally, physically, all the things where yeah. you guys can go and connect and, and remind yourself how valuable the relationship is that you're in and what it is that you want to do to protect it. And so that is our episode on yearly things to consider and conversations you need to have. The connect point, again, could be one of two things. It could be, hey, there's an annual thing that I have anxiety about or get worried about, and can we talk about it? Again, Chad is saying, make sure you approach that softly and bring your pain forward, bring your hope and your longing forward about that event. Or the flip side of that is, hey, we used to go on vacations and they were really fun. Can we do that again? I anticipate and look forward to it. So it would be one, what is one good thing each year that you love doing? Maybe talk about and celebrate the thing that you already do. Or what is one thing you're looking forward to doing and planning and putting back into your calendar? Thank you so much for listening. We 
appreciate that you are faithful to listen to our podcast. You know, one of the best things you can do for us is to like us or give us a review or share this with a couple that you think might benefit from it. So thanks so much for being faithful listeners. We wouldn't be here without you. We look forward to catching up with you in the next episode.